Welcome to the Morty Vicar podcast from BNA Church in Bristol with James Stevenson and Wayne Massey. We are passionate about what we call discipleship, um, how we live lives um, that follow Jesus uh, and also enable everybody else to get the chance to hear about Jesus. Morty Vicar is one of our podcasts and we talk about culture, theology and life and how we can apply our faith to those. Last week, we talked about why we're all so tired as we approach the summer and as lockdown eases. And we worked out that our tiredness was probably due to the fact that we live in, and the term we use was a VUCA world, a world that is volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous. And we saw that the antidote to that was Jesus, who is anything but volatile, who is certain, who is beautifully simple, to use a theological phrase, and who is definitely not ambiguous. And then we said that this week we would do part two of Why Am I So Tired? And that was how can we practically um, do what Christians call Sabbath? And how can we lean into Sabbath over these summer weeks? So I'm going to ask James some questions and we'll see what we discover about Sabbath. Firstly, James, question number one is, so what is the difference between me choosing to have a Sabbath in the next few weeks and just taking a few weeks off? So I can go to the same place um, in on the holiday. I was asked recently, the Alpha course, where would you go if you could go anywhere else, out of, anywhere out of lockdown? And I said, I'd go to the south of France and I could go to the same place and have a holiday and I could go to the same place and have a Sabbath. So I could go um, to... Uh, it's a place in Provence and um, uh, enjoy the sunshine and read a book that isn't a Christian book, um, not think at all about God, not worship, not pray, not read the Bible and um, rest physically. Uh, or I could go and I could um, worship when I'm there. I could pray when I'm there, read the scriptures. I could um, read a book. I could spend time allowing God to shape me for what I am returning to. So you can you can physically do the same thing, um, uh, but um, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually do something that is completely different within that space, and they will have very different results. Brilliant. So what we're saying is, there's a kind of there's in, in in this time there's an intentional pursuing God and the things of God, uh, as opposed to just a kind of stopping of everything. And yes. so, so the concept is that Sabbath is with God. Um, which is one of the reasons we love focus as a church family, because we talk about being it, it like being a holiday with Jesus. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So it's quite important for, for our family. Okay. So which Sabbath. is why this, com- by the way, that's why this conversation is really important because for a lot of us, we're, um, we're losing that um, period of rest at focus because we're not able to be there. Yeah. And, and if you've ever been to focus and you've got a young family, you know that physically focus is anything but restful. <laughs> but actually in terms of the heart, it is. OK, so Sabbath. Um, we should say at this point that Sabbath is not just like a couple of weeks in, in the summer. Sabbath should be a regular rhythm of our life. But Sabbath is about setting aside time to be with God, to rest with God. And in, and in that, there's a recharging that goes on for the rest of our weeks and our days. Yes. OK. Um, now, in the world, we talk about so holidays, um, uh, we talk about getting away from it all. So if I've had a, a stressful time at work or I've had a tough year, da, 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 the whole concept that the culture talks about as a holiday is basically get away from it all. You need to switch off your emails. You need to forget about work, forget about your issues, go to the south, yes. sit under an olive tree, uh, you know, read a book, uh, drink some fi- nice wines, eat, eat some French bread and then 
come back to everything two weeks later, completely changed. Um, but but <laughs> I, I th I'm presuming you're going to say that that's not what we would do in Sabbath. No, and it reminds me of times when I was in an office environment before I worked for a church where surprisingly a lot of the conversation was actually about what people were doing on their holidays. Um, and they were living for their holidays, it seemed, rather than their holidays being something that were a part of their whole life and actually enabled them to work well. Um, I, I think one of the things that, uh, that happens in that kind of culture is that people are living up to and desperate for and needing their holidays. They become like a drug, um, but then it's a drug that never actually satisfies. Um, and I think we need to recognize that part of what's going on in that dynamic is, is something that may have its echoes in us, that at the times that we are um, most in need of a Sabbath, um, we are tired physically and therefore our sin is almost like almost certainly closer to the surface I know that at 11 o'clock at night I'm more likely to be grumpy lacking in peace um, and um, uh, the fruit of the spirit is less likely to be demonstrated in me um, than in the middle of the day and particularly that works within the rhythm of my week. So Friday has been my day off since I started out in full-time ministry. And, and so there were times early on in ministry, but when, when I got to Thursday evening and actually I, I, was, I was not in a good place emotionally and spiritually. And, and so the last thing I wanted to do with my day off was spend time praying because quite frankly, I was cross with God for what hadn't happened in the week in the way that I had wanted it to happen um, and cross with everyone else. And so I didn't really want to spend time praying. I'd far rather have spent my time having a lie in, ignoring him, doing the things that pleased me. Um, but then it, I would get into this um, um, unhealthy scenario where that would compound itself over a number of weeks. And then I would get to a, ho a holiday, a half term or a, 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 a bigger break. And, and I would need time off just to reset myself. But I was resetting myself rather than actually allowing God to reset me. Um, so we just need to be aware that our sinfulness is likely to make us um, uh, less keen uh, to engage with God and, and, and less desirous of Sabbath, unless that is a rhythm and a pattern that we have embedded into our lives already. Okay, so what we're saying is... Um is carrying into this season and it could be like when you're away on holidays or it could actually be something you're doing choosing to do weekly or choosing actually to use it might be that you're able to use a period of time for it it is number one is to pursue god's presence so to make yeah. a shift to pursue god's presence number two to do the opposite of what the world does so so not to uh, shut the door on life and then open it up two weeks later and find out that it's still there, but actually to begin to um, bring before God in his presence or allow him to bring before you um, the stuff of your life. So for example, if you are getting to your, uh, your time away and you want to pursue God's presence and you realize that, that actually anxiety or worry or stress is something that's come up for you big time in the last few months. I'm using that because I think most of us listening to it should chime with that, that actually it, it would be okay to take the worry book by Will van der Hart away on holidays with you. In fact, it would yeah. be healthy to take the worry book by Will van der Hart away from you. So, so there's a couple of differences. So number one is we're saying we're going, we're, we're choosing to pursue God and being with him. And then we're choosing to, um, face up to whatever God wants 
to deal with us in our hearts. Basically, we're going to give him the space to meet with us, to speak to us and to shape us so that so that actually we come back off Sabbath, whether it's a day, a weekend, a week or a fortnight changed. So what can I do, James, to enable that? So I let's use an example of um, so. So not every some people listening might be able to go away on their own. Yeah. Um, for some of us, that might be a scary thought, actually. Some people listening might be in a situation where when they go away, it's just them and a friend or a partner or a spouse. And then, it, But there will be some listening who are thinking, well, when I go away, it's, it's me and a family or another family. And actually, it's more manic than, than when I'm at home. So, so what things can, in all those different situations, can we do to enable us to, to Sabbath, to, you know, yeah. Give me some practical suggestions. Um, so the first thing would be to invite God into the planning. So to allow him to shape what you might do. And um, then the next thing would be uh, just be conscious of the values of the world and how the world speaks into holidays. And, and in that respect, I'd, in, I'd encourage people to decrease their decadence when they're away. Decrease your decadence. And that, that might look like various things that might look like actually drinking less alcohol than you normally do or eating less um, uh, than you would normally do on holiday or than the picture um, of what a holiday looks like. And it might involve actually, um, you know, uh, spending some time um, at church. You know, there are other churches elsewhere in the world um, that you can go to um, uh, or, or even um giving some money away to people one of the things that Nikki and I have done in the past is we've uh, given away a tenth of our holiday budget to um, a local charity or to people who are yeah, homeless and so we encourage people to think about that and um, decrease decadence and then increase your spiritual input really simple so just be asking God in the planning phase actually is there is there a book that I need to read whilst I'm away you know don't leave it to the last minute to buy buy something en route um, is, is there something that you need to find out about? Are there, um, if you have a, a, um, the capacity to, are there podcasts that you can download? Um, it's not just Morty Vicar that's excellent listening. Um, uh, but, um, you know, are, are there um, albums that would be good for your soul to be listening to and enjoying worshipping? Are there books of the Bible that, that the Lord wants to bring to your attention? Um, and then are there conversations that you, you really need to be having um, uh, with others whilst you're away? So there's all sorts of things that, that you can be thinking about. Uh, and actually, I, I find that heading into holiday with those things in mind becomes, uh, makes it more of a, a pilgrimage. So, I, you know, I, I know that I'm going to be going away for a week in August and um, at the moment, I'm, I'm not as excited about it as I know I will be when I've spent time uh, over the course of this coming weekend thinking about what, what book God might want me to be reading whilst I'm away. Um, uh, and then what, what book of the Bible he might want me to be reading and, and how I can encounter him um, whilst we're away. Excellent. So there was some, some really good advice there. So I think the, I think the, the, the first thing about like, um, godly planning and being conscious of the world's the values of the world is is really good um uh um church i can i'd agree completely we've we i think we learned this from wendy's parents but actually whenever we go away we find a church to go to um actually i did even before i 
moved to this country. I remember once going to Spain and um, the people, I, the friends I'd gone with, he had a, his dad had a friend whose son was a missionary in uh, a port an hour away from where we were all staying. And we drove there to go to this church and it was uh, in Spanish and my Spanish is um, uh, marginally better than my um, Russian i.e. non-existent pretty much but we sat in this church with this dutch guy behind us who translated into english so it's quite funny the whole way through um, and then but we then spent the day with this missionary family and some of their, their spanish members of their church and actually 25 years later we will often talk about that as being the best day of the holiday actually you yeah. know um so 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 i just recommend the going to church thing i love i love what you talk about giving money away and then especially like as a family you can bring your family into that and actually bring the children into that and go so we've got some money to give away this is where we're going what are we going to do and then i think the increase the input thing i think is really important um a couple of years ago i had a very profound um, 10 days of reading and, and interesting enough it's more than just christian books i it was when i it was the year that i read just mercy but i had um slightly unwittingly but then i think thinking it through i'd bought a whole load of books around um the oppressed and, and social justice so i read a, a book called the return by hishram mitar which is about um uh people about what Gaddafi about his his father disappeared under the Gaddafi regime I read Just Mercy I read some other books uh, as well as reading um, some Christian books and then I came back out of that just with a kind of renewed sense of just the people who are dispossessed and suffering injustice and incarceration in this world and and so so God will sometimes speak to you through um through that and through a wise choice in novels because we believe in common grace so it's the, if you're a reader mm. i love what you said about podcasts worship music if you're away and you're driving somewhere you know or or you know and nowadays the great thing is wherever you hire a car it will be bluetooth and your phone probably <laughs> is bluetooth so you don't have an excuse and then i think the conversations things and then i think the other thing is be is, is practical um so i read a, a wonderful article by um Alistair Campbell, Tony Blair's spin doctor about coping with life in lockdown where, and, and he was coming from the point of somebody who's mental health issues and had interviewed a whole load of people to find out how they'd handle lockdown. And he said, uh, he, he, he said one of the people, persons he interviewed was Jamie Carragher, who's like, a, he said, he's like a spinning top. And he said he expected Carragher to have struggled in lockdown. And he said, what was interesting is Carragher basically said, we sat the family down and we created a rhythm and we had conversations about who was doing what, when, when I was doing stuff, when my wife was doing stuff, when we were all doing stuff. And then once we got our days planned, everything was all right. And it's things like a daily, a family daily walk on the beach and all that kind of stuff. And that's, he's not a Christian, but rhythm is so important. And so if you're away and you say, for example, do have a young family, um, it might be possible for you to steal 15 minutes and your spouse to steal 15 minutes and you to have that conversation with the kids and with each other. Because quite often, because that, that will be a really good investment um, in the whole family. So it's things like that, having those kind of conversations that enable rhythm while you're away as well. I think we'd also want to add in that there's some really brilliant stories out there of people who are doing holidays in their lockdown. You know, there's people who've done their, their, their honeymoon at home or they've gone on holiday at home. And, and they've made a, a distinction. So if you're listening to this and you are still shielding, likely to be shielding for the next um, few weeks, despite government advice, we want to say to you, this can apply to you. You can do this at home. Um, you can, you know, do, you know, do the thing where you, you look at um, photos of places on your TV and, and you, you dress up a room and you, you um, get treats in, um, but, but do that alongside Sabbath with God. 
Um, so don't just bring in what the world would think a holiday is. But then I think also it's, it's good for us to be praying for one another as a church. And um, these last few months have been really demanding. And uh, we are so grateful for how people have adjusted. But we are tired and we need to be Sabbathing well in these few weeks and before we get to September. Yep. And then I think the last thing I think we'd want to say on Sabbath is, is then what are the Sabbath rhythms and principles that I can bring into my everyday life? Um, so uh, I've started uh, I've started reading what you might call pastoral books bef- as the last thing I read before I turn out my light, um, which uh, I used to, I've started that in the last few weeks. I'm currently reading one called Gentle and Lowly. And if I read a page of it, a four page of it, it doesn't, but, it, but it's, it's about this book currently is about the heart of Jesus for me. And actually for that to be the last thing I read before I close my eyes is good. So what are the rhythms that you can put into your life uh, for September and on? Because actually life isn't going to go back to normal anytime soon. So what are the rhythms I can put in my life and into my household uh, that will enable us to Sabbath and not just, you know, think about the summer so there we go um we're, we're tired but jesus is with us uh, and he's got solutions for us um to thrive and to rest in him in this season and we hope this helps you um, do if you haven't listened to episode one i need to go back and listen to episode one do these are kind of a, a, a bit together um, and do check out the other more t vicar podcast and our stories podcast um to hear what else is going on in the life of bna God bless.